Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. In this week's episode, I will be discussing how to let go of other people's energy. Before we jump into that, though, um, the moon phase for May 7th, 2022 is waxing crescent. Some ways to work with that energy um, is strength, fertility, healing, creativity, and manifesting. Uh, The moon sign uh, for May 7th, 2022 is in Leo, and Leo rules the heart, spine, and upper back. Um, The card of the week is pulled from uh, Tarot for Kids, and it is the Eight of Swords reversed, and the description of the card reads... Eight of Swords. Um, You're not as stuck as you think you are. Then it says, you are free. You are free to go. You found the way out of a situation. Nothing can hold you back. Now, in some cases, this means breathing room or time off to relax. Um... So that's hopefully um, uplifting to somebody, you know, um, you've been working really hard and now you're having a, a really great breakthrough. I know that card really resonated with me, so hopefully it resonates with somebody else. Um, moving on to today's topic, how to uh, let go of other people's energy. Uh, one, be self-aware. Um, be aware of your surroundings, you know, how you felt when you entered the room, before you entered the room, and, um, regularly, like, uh, check in with your energy, um, ask, am I holding on to something or someone's energy that, um, is affecting me or is this something that I've been holding on to for a long time possibly for example it could be um something that happened to you in your past as a child and so now when anyone when you experience that feeling um it just brings up all those negative memories from your childhood. So are you holding on from something from the past or is this a new thing? And, um, if it is, you know, whether it's from your past or the present, you know, how talk with yourself, uh, whether that would be internally in your mind or even out loud, if you feel comfortable doing that and like talk to yourself, how do I work past this? Um, how do I let myself know that I am safe? And I'm going to give you guys two examples from my life. The first one happened, uh, yesterday. So that was 
uh, Friday. Uh, or no, this happened Thursday, <clears throat> Thursday on the 5th. So um, the first example, I, as I've shared with you all before, I don't drive. So I have this public transportation that like comes right to my door, picks me up. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's just for like seniors and people with disabilities like myself, since I have seizures. That's one of their, they, they accept that as a disability. So I had a ride scheduled to go to the gym. They dropped me off. I did my workout. I felt great. And they were supposed to pick me up at five o'clock. Five o'clock comes and goes. It's 5.30. I call. They say, oh, the driver is only 10 minutes away. So then, <clears throat> uh, and keep in mind, my phone was dying. The battery was like at 30%. Um, so I start freaking out a little bit. And I call again and around 6 o'clock. And they're like, um, you know, hold on one second. They put me on a brief hold and then they're like, we're going to find, have to find you a new driver. And like I said, my battery was dying. So I was like, screw this. Um, and I just got a lift and I went home and the lift cost me like $47. I was so pissed that I had to pay that kind of money. But I bring this all up to say that even though I was so upset in the moment and scared and concerned that I wasn't going to be able to get home and was going to be stranded um, all night, you know, your, your brain goes to all the worst places. I sat with myself and I was like, where's this fear coming from? Why am I feeling this way? I clearly know that I have another option. I can get a lift, which I ended up doing. And I got home and I was safe and I was fine. Why do, why am I holding on to this fear? And I'm like talking to my inner child. And um, I very quickly came to the conclusion that it was because I had this fear as a child of being neglected. The only time that I felt safe as a kid um, and I knew that I would have the attention of my parents was when I had my seizures. And um, so in a way, in a kind of sick, twisted way, I kind of looked forward to having seizures as a kid because I knew I would have my parents' undivided attention where when I was not having seizures, I was very overlooked, very forgotten because no one thought I was quote-unquote special, even though every child is special. Because of my seizures, I was seen as the one of the least important kids. Um, and, and and that's not just me talking. I've had family members tell me that they observed that when I was growing up as well. Um, so that's an example of, 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 of a trauma of a fear that I've carried my whole entire life coming to fruition because, um, my scheduled transportation just never showed up. Of course, I called them, I filed a complaint, did what I had to do, and it turned out that the driver that was supposed to come get me got in an accident, uh, and then they said that they were going to send out another driver, and then he got caught in traffic. So it was like one thing after another, and of course, I wasn't aware of that. If I was aware of that, it probably would have added some peace to my mind, but everything was good. I got home. I'm fine. 
the second example was on Friday. Um, I was waiting for my transportation to come and get me to go do some stuff, run errands and stuff. And one of my neighbors um, came into the community room of where I live, you know, uh, as I was waiting for my ride. And uh, this particular lady, she's an older lady, and she's um, she's completely deaf. Um, and she wears like the, um, what do they call that? Like the hearing aid for... I think it's called a cochlear implant. If I'm saying that, somebody please correct me if they know how to say it properly. <laughs> Message me on Instagram or something. <laughs> Be like, hey, you're, you're butchering that. Um, but hopefully I said that right. Anyways, I say that to say that she talks very, very loud. And because she can't hear, like, the tone, like, the level of her voice. Or, like, if she picks something up and puts them down, something down, she, like, slams it down. Because, again, she doesn't hear it. To her, she doesn't understand that she's, you know, disturbing the environment. She's making a lot of noise and possibly disturbing people. And, again, that was a trigger for me. And I was able to sit with myself in the moment, acknowledge that my... I got triggered. I It just, like, my anxiety went through the roof. But I was able to be aware of it and know that loud noises really startle me because when I think of loud noises, I think of my parents fighting, throwing things, um, you know, my dad punching walls or, you know, on a good day, it was just slamming doors. Um, so like to me, loud noises means somebody's, you're in danger. Somebody's mad. And if you don't get to a safe spot, you're going to be the next person they go after. Obviously, this was not her intention. She's just living her life, you know. And um, so I was very proud of myself that I was able to acknowledge my feelings in the moment and in my mind, walk myself through it and let myself know that I'm okay. I am safe. I'm not that little kid anymore. And even if I was that little kid right now, Um, I was not in a dangerous situation. Um, so those are two personal examples of, of, um, being in tune, regulating your emotions and just staying in regular communication with your emotions. Um, the next is, um, find silence. Um, This could be literally removing yourself from the situation and finding a quiet room. Or this could be as simple as like the example I gave where you go inward and you regulate your emotions through talking to yourself, whether it's just talking internally to yourself or physically like visualizing or uh, yeah, visualizing your inner child and talking to it. Um, release tension once you're comfortable um, feel your breathing and um, as this is happening um, locate the tension in your body then uh, release it Um, now of course we may not all be able to release it 
right then and there in that moment, especially if you are not at the point yet where you are able to identify your your feelings. If you're just starting out at this and you're like learning how to identify, this might be a little difficult, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. Um, so releasing tension. If you're able, this could be as simple as like removing yourself from the situation and going for a walk. Um, it could be even just, let's say, uh, you need to remove yourself. Let's say you're at the dinner table and there's a conversation going on that, you know, is, is, is difficult for you to listen to. It could be just getting up and going to another part of the house, like, you know, the living room or whatever. Um, now it could also be releasing as like, just talking your way through it, like in your mind. Um, so of course, if you have another way of coping and releasing, by all means, uh, go ahead and do that. If it works for you, perfect. Um, um, and then let go, which is very much like, um, releasing the tension, just being like, just acknowledging that whatever the situation is, um, it's not servicing, servicing your highest good, serving your higher good. Sorry, I can't talk today for some reason. Um, and you just acknowledge that you're going to let this go and you're not going to hold on to it and let it affect you. This is something that I am working on. Um, I was on TikTok, I think it was last week. And, um, this, you know, video, the TikTok came across my feed and this guy gave this example. He's like, there are two monks walking, you know, down the road. And this woman was coming in the opposite way from them. One of the monks notices that there was this puddle of water and she was going to walk through it. So as the woman approaches, he picks her up and lifts her over the puddle of water, you know, and then the, and side note, these monks took an oath of like never looking or touching a woman, etc. Um, so some time goes by, a couple hours, and the second monk says to the monk that had picked up the woman and put her, lifted her over the puddle, said, you know, brother, why'd you do that? We took an oath of never looking or touching a woman. Why would you do that? And he turns to him. The one that lifted the woman turns to the one who asked the question and said, brother, that was two hours ago. Why are you still carrying her? Meaning things are said or happen in our lives. And I know personally for me, this is true. People say things or have done things to me, um, especially when I was younger. And for whatever reason, I put faith in those negative things that they said. And I just believed that that's all I was or was ever capable of being. And now I'm realizing that's not true. I am capable of doing so much more, but because I'm still carrying what they um, did or said, I haven't given myself the opportunity to put it down and really, um, uh, achieve what I am capable of. Now, of course, my life's not over and I'm only, and I'm going to be 38, uh, this summer. So I've got all the time in the, well, 
hopefully I have a lot of time to make up for the things that I haven't done because I was living under the fear that was instilled in me. Um, So that's another way of letting go. I guess that's a long way of saying that acknowledging that you are carrying um, fears or tension or other people's energies that have been in, that have been put upon you by others by letting go of them and realizing that, that was not your feelings to start. You just started feeling or thinking that way because other people told you to. And once you release of those other people's thoughts and feelings, you're able to build your own views and be free. Um, moving on to some ways to regulate your energy for not just grounding and regulating your emotions in general, but so when you do be, um, come across those situations where there's somebody that triggers you or a thought, or maybe even if it's uh, watching a movie, um, I have a friend that um, anytime like a, a violent scene, like a fight, especially if it's really bloody, like horror movies, um, but also like rape scenes are really uh, difficult for her. Um, so she tends to like fast forward or she'll find an excuse to like leave the room during the scene or something. So um, that's her way of like regular, like managing her emotions. You know, um, but some other ways are um, meditating. Um, uh, locate where you are holding your tension, uh, then release it. Um, now, it, we may not always be in a safe place to release right away. But to be able to identify where you're holding that tension and where it is coming from, that is very, very important. And then when you feel safe, when you feel like you're in a safe area, uh, then release it. That's what I would say. Uh, Being self-aware by regularly regularly checking in uh, with your your emotions. Find a quiet place where you are able to uh, self-regulate. So um, this is something that would be good to do. All these things are good things to do on a regular basis. Um, But uh, especially like um, self-regulating, whether that be going for a walk every day or going to the gym or meditating or even if it's, you know, um, just spending some time with your pets, um, or whatever it is that you like to do to regulate. Um, some other things, avoiding gossip, um, and drama, um, is a good way of keeping yourself regulated so you don't get wrapped up in all the drama and everything. Um, let go of things you can't control, avoid Um, comparing yourself to others, keep your health, um, oh, your faith, um, longer than your 
keep your faith longer than your fears. Um, don't do anything that doesn't feel right. That's, that's a really good one. I've, I've started doing that. Um, I, I've been helping one of my neighbors recently clean up her apartment and, um, she several times has like tried to give me stuff of hers and we just don't have the same taste and stuff. So a few times in the beginning, I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And then I just like donated it to Goodwill or something. Um, but then I realized, you know, if I'm just honest with her and say, you know, it's not my taste, it's not what I like. So I'm going to pass. If I'm just honest, then that saves me from having to find a way to relieve myself from having this thing. What it, um, but yeah, uh, don't be afraid to spend some time alone. Um, this could be, you know, uh, meditation or just being alone. Some people are terrified of being alone with their own thoughts. Personally, I love it. I love it just as much as I love. Well, I shouldn't say that I would, say that I love being around people, but I would say I enjoy my own time, my own thoughts, my own feelings by myself a little bit more, Um, which I think is good, you know, having a a good, healthy balance. Um, I used to like to be with people more, but I realized the more, if I was with people more than I was with myself, then... um, a lot of times my emotions got confused. I couldn't tell if I was feeling something that was coming from them or if it was truly my feelings. So being having a little extra time alone for myself has helped me regulate um, the ability of identifying the difference between my feelings or somebody else's. Um, speak kindly to yourself and to other people, um, which is good advice just in general. Um, Please yourself before trying to please others. Uh, Stay away from people who drain your energy. That's another one that I've started um, to implement on a regular basis to the best of my ability, obviously. No one's perfect. No situation is perfect. So even if you do... uh, do this stuff, there's going to be times where you're not able to do everything 100%, and that's fine. That's life. Um, It's the, you know, the effort that matters. Um, Ignore any options that don't enhance your life. Um, Let's see. Uh, Pay attention to your triggers. Be aware of your thoughts. Avoid people who... Oh, I already said that. Um, So, um, I think that that's all that I have for this week. But I just want to um, repeat the importance of avoiding people and situations to the best of your ability. Obviously, this is valid for you in like the in the example of like work and you can't get away from people that might drain you or be toxic but to the best of your ability not only 
pay attention to your your emotions and um, where they're coming from. Release them when you feel safe and uh, regularly stay in touch with your inner child, with your emotions. And so when things pop up, you know exactly where it's coming from and what's triggering it and why. Um, But I think that's going to be it for this week. I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I truly appreciate it. I will be back next week with a brand new topic. If you would like to keep up with the podcast in the meantime, the links to all social medias will be in the description of this week's episode. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say.